previously on Warning Bond. That glee from the dream sort of immediately turns to dread. That dream is important. Yeah, we're on the start of another thing again. Last night, Donnie was fired. Imogen and Gladys start arguing about something. I would love to do more research about blood moons. Silas is gonna use the tune-in move. You see them walking the old chapel that's been renovated to the guidance counselor's offices, and you see that they're walking closely behind Nova, the counselor, and then you all hear the sound of glass shatter. What's up and welcome back to Warding Bond, an actual play TTRPG podcast centered around the bonds between friends and the stories we can tell together. I'm your host and GM, Ani. You can find me on Twitter at Blossoming Grove. You can find the show on Twitter at Warding Bond. Um, and you can find the cast at their various social medias. Hit them with it, Emma. Hi, I'm Emma. You can find me on Twitter at Miss Megalodon and on Letterboxd at Emma Log. All right, Laura, you're next. Hi, I'm Laura. You can find me on Twitter, Tumblr, and Instagram at Wild Sorcerer. Thanks, Shirley Temple. We're going to swing it over to Keegan. Visual joke. No one gets that. Hi, I'm Keegan, and you can find me on Twitter, Tumblr, and Instagram at Setfast Petrol. And last but never least, Soul. Hello, I'm Sol. You can find me on Twitter and Tumblr at Solibri. So last episode, we uh, ended with Silas using the tune-in move to attune to the monster of the week. He saw from their perspective as um, they were rushing towards Nova, the guidance counselor, the vision got a little bit blurry. And then Keegan, in your vision, you saw and heard glass breaking. Silas, what are you doing? Um, I think Silas is immediately going to where he saw the vision happening, just getting up and going there, hopefully before it actually happens. Yeah, so you get up, you the vision when you looked when you were looking through uh the eyes of the monster of the week, you noticed that this was definitely the the old chapel, which had been turned into the guidance counselor's office. Uh, and as you rush there, you got a nine on that roll, Keegan? Um, I believe I believe so. I'm looking at the yep, chat. Nine. Yep. You got a nine. Um did you get a consequence for that? For your mixed success? Um not that I know of. Okay. Let me double check. Okay. Yeah, so with your nine, you rush towards the cabin, and when you get there, you see there's shattered glass on the floor. You see that there are what looks to be some, like, drag marks, and that's it. Um, you saw the vision, but you were seeing what had happened, not what was happening, and you are at this cabin with the shattered glass and there's clearly been uh, some sort of incident or something here. Um, I think Silas turned on the walkie-talkie to, I think, just the general channel of the camp counselors and the staff and goes, um, hey, has anyone seen Nova? Her office is, like, 
busted. Um, you go into the general channel and you make this statement and all you hear back is static. The three of you, none of the rest of you got that message. Mm-mm. Um, could I roll to read a bad situation? Or would this be investigate the mystery? Let me double check. This is probably uh, investigate the mystery. I think Silas is sort of like scrounging around, um, seeing what's there. And I rolled a six. <laughs> oh. Um, so you're looking around on the ground, sort of trying to figure out what's happening here. And you don't notice when there's someone who shoves you over onto the ground so with your failure you feel a boot to your back that kicks you to the ground and presses into your back holding you on the ground and says whatever you think you figured out i promise you is the very tip of the iceberg you're going to fuck around and find out stop looking for the people that have gone missing dude these are the fucking people i work with who the fuck are you i'm someone who's looking out for you how are you looking out by fucking... Can Silas, like, turn around and see who it is, or is the boot still on their back? The boot is, like, pressed into your back, uh, keeping you on the ground. If you want to try and, like, see who this is, you're going to have to roll, like, a kick some ass roll to sort of maneuver, or you're going to have to do something to try and maneuver uh, your way around this. Uh, this person is definitely stronger than you. So whether that is attacking them or trying to use magic to, you know, get around them, but you are going to have to do something. Okay. Um, I think, like, knowing this person is a lot stronger than him, um, Silas uh, just, like, feels a lot of anger boiling inside him and um, probably, like, physically means to just, like, use his cane, like, melee-wise, but I think the magic just sort of like slips out um, through it. Uh, and I'm going to use um, Big Whammy. You're going to use Big Whammy? Okay. Mm. Give me a roll for that. Eight, big success. Um, okay, what are you trying to do with this? I think Silas is trying to um, maneuver his cane, which I think at this point um, is the new one that he like whittled from Jodmiel's um, arts and crafts thing. The spikes like shoot out um, to make hitting it more effective. But I think because Silas is just like so mad and confused, it's sort of like um, maybe a bit of moss like creeps up the cane as um, he starts swinging at the attacker. Okay. Yeah. You go to swing. Um, and you manage to catch this person off guard. So you do, like, manage to knock them off their feet a little bit, just enough for you to be able to turn over, but very quickly they steady themselves. Do you try and stand up? Or are you just trying to flip over? What are you trying to do? I think Silas is trying to stand up and um, just, you know, get out of there before but getting a look first to see who the person is you manage to knock them off their balance a little bit you're able to get up um and 
when you stand up you see that at the last second as you go to turn around the person sort of moves like a blur out of your vision and says whatever upper hand you think you have you are a million steps behind her silas doesn't say anything back silas just runs stop looking for them this isn't going to end well silas and you leave laura um winter was doing research on the computer is that right yes yes i was do you um, know i was heading to got? the no i i hadn't rolled yet i had just left okay. uh i had just left silas at the um fire pit to go to the counselor cabin where gladys said she was okay um yes you radioed in and gladys said you could have 45 minutes um, I I thought she said I had had could have fifteen minutes. So that's oh yes, yeah, so it was fifteen minutes. You're right. No, forty-five. Forty-five. <laughs> no, you're right. It was fifteen wow, minutes. Wow, Laura, congratulations on tattling teacher, on yourself. Teacher, teacher, teacher. I, I think we, we had homework. homework last night. Do we have homework last night? I think you forgot to collect the homework that we had last night that we all did clearly. Sorry, Keegan. Keegan's making faces. <laughs> Keegan was that kid. And every so often we bully Keegan about it. Um, yes, you can have 15 minutes. When you get to the cabin, uh, Gladys yeah. is not in there. The lights are on and there's a like a, a loose leaf taped to the desk with a note um, that you can't read from the doorway. But the lights are on, the computer's there, and she's not in the cabin with you at the moment. Okay. In that case, I might pivot. Um, I go in, I read the note, first of all. Uh, the note says, Winter, I've set the computer to automatically turn off in 15 minutes. Once you log in, there will be a little countdown in the corner. When it reaches zero, the computer turns off. Enjoy. Perfect. Just like being back home. Um I'm going to actually turn away from the you computer then. You had parental, sorry. <laughs> you bet Winter had parental luck. That's um, crazy. I'm probably actually then going to sneak around in Gladys's office and see if I can find anything if she's not there. I'm suspicious. Uh, you're suspicious? I'm suspicious of Gladys. I'm, I'm suspicious why she was talking to Imogen last episode. So I'm gonna snoop around. I don't even though in character I don't know that, but Winter likes to snoop. So should I do is it investigate a mystery? Mm. Trying to look. What move makes sense here? I will say we're gonna we'll do the so there's a version of investigate the mystery from tome of mysteries which is like the more flexible setting where you can ask um on a seven to nine you can ask the keeper one general question um based on how you are investigating they will tell you honestly and with reasonable detail what you discover on a 10 or higher you can ask two general questions or one specific question um so you can roll investigate the mystery okay and that's plus Sure. I believe so, yes. 
Okay, um, that's an nine. A nine. Okay, so you get to ask me one general question. Um, does anything look, does anything look new? Like, like maybe just here for the summer. I'm looking for like, like there's like a general camp dust in any like old outdoor building and i'm looking mm-hmm. for something where maybe that dust has been disturbed or it looks like she just got it this summer like if there's something different in here from this summer specifically or if anything looks like like out of place or like it's been recently moved i think that's what i'm looking for specifically so let me know if that's not general enough <laughs> No, I think that's a good general question. I'm trying to think of what she would keep in her office that would be fitting for this. Okay, I would say the one thing that looks like it doesn't have a ton of dust on it is uh, there is a file cabinet behind Gladys's desk. But when you go to like open it, it's locked. And I don't, I don't see a key in here just glancing around. Mm-mm, you do not okay. see a key. Okay. I definitely start to get paranoid that Gladys is coming back. Um, yeah. So I guess I'll just kind of duck out for now. But file away in my mental filing cabinet that the filing cabinet is of interest. <laughs> yeah, I will say it's it's like a basic black metal filing cabinet. There's about six drawers in it, um, three of which are labeled. The first one is labeled like... Uh, staff profile the second one is labeled emergency contacts and the third one is labeled like emergency directives Uh, there's three other like unlabeled ones um, and they're all locked it looks like the very top one that says staff profile has the key in it um, the keyhole in it that if you unlock it there it'll unlock the rest of the drawers okay I'll keep I'll keep my eye out for that key the next time I see her um, but for now I'm gonna uh, do my best not to touch anything and just duck back out into the main administrative area and then sit down at the computer if that didn't take too long no yeah you still have the ability to use your move and use the computer Slay. we established previously that um, Aaron and when Aaron I, I couldn't remember Aaron. I was just about to ask what, his brother's, what your brother's name was um, we previously established that Aaron had uncanceled me or like posted that kind of like mm-hmm. <laughs> like frostbite was right. Uh, the the Reddit forum. or like not the Reddit, the cryptid forum community has forgiven frostbite XX. They have. They've forgiven. And in fact, they're probably wondering where I am um, since I'm not on 25-7. So I'm going to go back to that forum and be like, hey guys, log update, blah, blah, blah. Um, and I think I want to, let me look at the move really quick. It's net friends. Uh, um, net friends. 
Uh, you know a lot of people on the internet when you contact a net friend to help you roll plus charm. Um, fix something, break a code, hack a computer, or get you some special information. Um, so we know a lot about the blood moon. And we kind of know that time period. And I'm... Um, perhaps fellow campers, do we think it would be more helpful if I asked my net friends for more stuff about Blood Moon? Or if I asked about Imogen symptoms? I personally vote Blood Moon. Well, one of them will de will get you like for sure answers on that specific subject. Like the Blood Moon yeah. is a Blood Moon no matter what. But asking about oh. that could be misconstrued to be like you're asking about somebody's chronic illnesses. Yeah. <laughs> and that might not be on topic for a cryptozoology forum. True. Okay. Okay, I'm gonna ask. Like, okay. unless you framed it specifically, not you asking about like a coworker and asking like, "Hey, what do you think a vampire would act like if, under X Y Z circumstances?" Real. I think I'm gonna reframe the like post that I'm making slightly and be like, "Hey guys, been a long time checking in. Um, uh, glad to see that." Um, people are still doing well on here. I've obviously been busy with life stuff. Um, just wanted to pop in and ask um, uh, kind of a fact-finding question. I've been doing a lot of research about what would draw a lot of cryptids to one area, um, especially since I'm spending time in the Pacific Northwest this summer. Um and so I was wondering if anyone had either heard of a cryptid that could manipulate other cryptids or if or where I could get that kind of information uh, about like kind of a specialized creature. P.S. Also helpful if we know like if he can talk in people's heads or like if that is maybe part of the thing. Unreal. Um, not me, though. Unrelated. To me. Um, uh, hope y'all are having a great time. And then I, like, shout out to Aaron's account for their post about me. Really grateful to have this community at my back. <laughs> and then I send the post. Okay, give me a roll. Okay. Plus charm. Okay. Uh, okay, a seven. That's a mixed success. Okay. So, on a seven to nine, they're prepared to help, but it's either going to take some time or you'll have to do part of it yourself. So, you see, um, your like you type out your post you get some like um 
like comments that people write back that are like hey frostbite it's good to see you like hope you've been doing well or like yeah shout out to aaron's user um you know real dope guy you know really made me rethink some things um and you're not getting a ton of people who like are answering your post directly and then there's one person who answers and says oh i think i've heard of that before but i i think the best place to start looking in is looking at ley lines or uh desecrated or sacred spots all of those things would create uh like a magical draw um both consciously and unconsciously it would also allow for people to draw magic from the soil to be able to do things but each of those three things can the magic that you draw from and the way that it attracts people are different. So I wouldn't be able to tell you which one it is unless you can either provide more information or um, I can send you the links to stuff and you can research it yourself. Uh, I'll go ahead and respond to that if it's within my 15 minutes um, and be like, oh, thank you so much. Would love those links. Um, um, I guess I try to think of all the specifics I can and be like, um, both of those sound like they could be possibilities in the situation I'm dealing with. Um, do any of those kind of lean more towards the idea of one specific malicious force, um, being the one? to orchestrate the whole thing or are we talking more just like magical hot spring almost oh man one if if it's just one if you think it's just one creature i mean some of the texts say that that's most of the texts on ley lines don't really talk about like one creature being the source that mostly has to do soil so maybe it's better to look at like sacred and desecrated sites um here's some links to stuff that i have on both of those things i hope this is useful um and then it says b-r-b-a-f-a-i-k wait no oh wait nope that's as far as i know afk uh 25 minutes uh and I you say, have about thanks you have about oh. two minutes left on your countdown i was res- i respond thx and then just like go to the links and kind of like try to read as much as i can um but there's there's a printer in here if you would like to print anything I print out. out the web pages yeah that's definitely something you can do then i do that all right you print out there's about four different articles um you can print them out and that's just enough time for you to get all of those articles on hard like hard copy before the computer logs out cool um i glance back into gladys's office again just to make sure i didn't move any shit around that she's gonna get mad at me for um and Um, as you're moving stuff around can you roll for me your spirit touch move 
I can't actually. Just kidding. That's just a little TTRPG joke for all mm-hmm. the mm-hmm. listeners out there. Okay. Um, that is a nine. So, on a seven to nine, choose either sense them fully, but they notice you too, or sense only impressions. Um, I'm gonna say you're like going through trying to make sure that everything is exactly in its place, mm-hmm. and your hand, like, you're like checking to make sure you didn't leave any fingerprints or anything on the filing cabinet. Um, and as your hand is sort of like patting down the metal cabinet, making sure there's nothing on there, um, you feel some sort of magical residue. And you know this because you notice that there maybe it's not magical residue you're not sure but you see there's a like you're patting down the cabinet you're making sure there's nothing that you left in the room and you notice on the edge of the like uh crown molding in the room there's a little bit of moss growing and it feels a little bit weird but you're not entirely sure on a seven to nine it feels it feels like it could be something. Maybe you're just tripping out because of, you know, all the moss-related stuff recently. Maybe you're sensing something. I don't know. But you notice that there's a little bit of moss growing around the crown molding in here, which is a little bit weird because it's not a damp room. Um, does anything happen if I rip it off? No. I mean, you, I rip you it break off. part of the, you break part of the crown molding. Oh, then I don't. I don't. I mean, you wouldn't know that till you rip at it. Yeah, I'll rip it off. Why not? <laughs> yeah. So you pull back at the moss, and there's like a, a one and a half long, a one and a half inch long, um, like break in the crown molding where you pulled the moss off. It looks like the wood underneath there was starting to rot a little bit. I assess that I can reasonably play that off as having been like that before. All right. Um, or I kind of, maybe I kind of, can I like kind of place the moss like right under as though it had fallen from the naturally rotting wood? Sure. I Go kind ahead. of like, I like artfully arranged the scene so it looks as though perhaps it has fallen. Um, and then I think I kind of take note of how at home the moss seems in Gladys's office and I just think about how much I don't like her or how much I want her to like me and how much she doesn't like children Um, and I think I'm just gonna head Back to my that back to the cabin, provided I hear no glass breaking. 
Mm-mm. and or walkie-talkie nope. call from Silas? Nope. Oh, okay. Then I don't hear anything. And Maple. then I go back to the cabin. Mm-hmm. Maple, you are Hi. walking towards the cabin to see Vernal. Um, Anwen is sort of trailing behind you a little bit. And um, you make it pretty much to the cabin on uninterrupted or uninterrupted yes that's the correct word uh, you make it there easily nothing stops you um you can hear that anwin is um like trying to subtly walk behind you and leave you a little bit of space as you go on this but it's like sort of just like guard dog about two feet Maple. behind you Maple stops <laughs> they were like Anwen's trailing behind Anwen is long gone two feet two feet. No, no. no please keep it two feet because I was gonna be like yeah Anwen would be like I'm gonna, I'm gonna leave some space I'll go an extra foot back Maple just like okay, waits yeah. waits for Anwen to catch up waits the entire like two seconds it takes why did he do that you could have just walked next to me. Well, yeah, I just want to make sure if there's anything coming up behind you that they would get to me before you. I appreciate that. But you are only two feet behind me. It doesn't take very long for something bad to happen. No, that's that's the two feet. It's okay. I appreciate your care. I appreciate your care. Thank you. Uh, you guys are outside of the cabin. Uh, you're free to walk in. Vern- you can hear Vernal inside talking to himself. Talking to oh. itself and mood. Like shelving things as you know they normally do. Maple knocks on the door and then just opens it. <laughs> uh, you see Vernal turns and looks at you. Big eyes and it's like hello <laughs> hello Anwen's posted by the door by the way how are you doing and Mabel like walks inside and like swivels her head around looking at like any new stock that Vernal's brought in if any <laughs> yeah you definitely see there's a bookshelf that wasn't there before full of some new books um, and Vernal looks at you and it's like can I help you? Yes. Probably. I assume so. One question first. Where do you get your books from? Mm, You know. Well, I don't know. That's why I'm asking. The places where books come from. Yeah, that makes sense. Mm -hmm. You know when you, you walk to the you walk to the arch and then you sit for a while and books appear and then you pray take the books home that doesn't really happen to me when i go to the arch but i can understand that that happens to you when you go to the arch mm-hmm. um vernal mm-hmm. do you know briar do you know briar a little i had a dream and i was her but she was me mm. well Briar is you, and you are Briar. Well, Briar is you, but you're not Briar. Yeah. Um, I know that 
Briar died. Uh-huh. Uh, I know that it was a big deal that Briar died. But I don't really know much about what happened. Okay. Really it's because talk about it. But I do I do know that if you well since okay, so since we're coming up on a blood moon, we can get a little bit like time gets a little bit like wonky. So if you wanted to, I could do research on rituals and we could go back to when Briar inhabited the body ah. to see what was going on there. Would well not like actually go back, but you know, like you guys could all like uh-huh. Well, do you would be there with me? Or would I oh, be? Oh, no, no, no. Okay. I would have to stay here to make sure that the ritual wasn't going crazy, you know? Okay. Because, you know, it's... I would be by myself. Well, no, you could bring your friends. I could adjust the ritual to be for four. And okay. we could all go back. That's... But I couldn't go with you. That's okay. I have to stay here to make sure that the ritual works. I trust you to be good at maintaining that. And this happened in the dream. I'm about to try it in real life for the first time. We'll see if it works. Maple like puts her hand in her magic pockets and pulls out like a compact mirror. Clearly dated. It doesn't look like a modern compact, but it's just a mirror. And like, is it her when she looks? In the mirror? Uh-huh. It's you. Yeah. Same mishmash, colored eyes. Okay. Ponytail, glasses. Yeah. In the dream, when I looked at a reflective thing, it wasn't me. Or, well, it, it was just, it was Briar. Well, it is her body, technically. And, like, yeah. the soul is, like, mostly gone. We did a lot of work to get rid of most of it. But, you know, personalities like that, they cling on. So there might be a little bit she, remnants. She did say she didn't like to share. No. It was a little bit of a different context, though. And Mabel, like, looks back at Anwen really quick. (laughs) I think we can all twist. (laughs) (laughs) Just kidding. Anwen doesn't say anything. Anwen's staring at the door, just in case. And with that, you guys are all able to sort of meet back up this was all happening at the same time so silas you run away from whoever kicked you in the back uh winter you've gathered some information and some resources to start looking at uh maple and anwen you've started to help vernal research and um, i think instead of having you organize books he has you um, start organizing supplies to do a ritual to find out more about Briar. Okay. Um, and you guys spend the af- the time doing that. Um, and you can all meet back up at the cabin or wherever you'd like to a little while later. Yeah, as long as we're alone. I don't really care where as long as we're alone. Uh, Maple, like the Maple walks up to the group and is like, I have news. What's up? So as we know, is Rodney with us? Um, does anyone invite Rodney? Maple would. Yeah, then Rodney's there. Uh, I have news, Maple says. As we know, this body used to belong to another. I spoke to Vernal. Rodney, do you know Vernal? Uh, no. Who's Vernal? They are 
My friend, they're like me. They're made of wood. All right, sick. Looking forward to meeting Vernal. Uh, Vernal can do a ritual that will allow me and anyone else who would want to accompany to fig learn a bit more about Briar and perhaps experience some of her past or communicate with her. We'll learn more about the ritual as we go, but it's an opportunity to learn some information, maybe about the blood moon that happened however many years ago. Sick. Um, one, one more thing. Um, Nova's gone. Um, I got jumped by someone at the chapel. You got jumped? Sorry, what? Huh? Who jumped over you? Oh, why would they do that? No, no like, I got attacked. Yeah, we got like attacked. Yeah. 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 Ah, well, why would someone do that? Yeah, wait, what? Sorry, sorry. I'm so sorry. I know we were, like, being respectful and taking turns. Silas, you could probably have jumped in with that a little sooner, maybe. Yeah, what? Silas, what are hell? you okay? Um, just the bruise, but but it's fine. Um, it'll heal. Um, fuck. Um, I'm, I'm gonna go get you some yeah. ice. I'll be right back. Thanks, man. Okay. Um, <laughs> Maple waves. <laughs> oh my god. They moved, like, crazy fast. You and- said- Nova has disappeared? I went to check on Nova because I had, like, I I had a vision of um, something bad happening to her. Um, So I went to check at the old chapel because I know that's where she usually is. And then I got attacked and there was this person and they said something about, like, how we shouldn't explore, um, look into the missing people. And she is more powerful than you and all that fucking stuff and i don't know it was crazy they just moved so fast and i couldn't really did you see this person no that's the thing they moved really fast it was like some flash shit happening oh flash flash he's a guy that runs really fast in comics you didn't recognize their voice the person ani do you think i recognized their voice um i think with a boot in his back and danger looming, do you think Silas would be paying attention more to safety or more to details? I think because he's not trained for combat, for safety. But I feel okay. like there could be like, you know, when you hear someone familiar, that part of your brain lights up. Did that part of his brain light up by any chance? Yeah, that part of your brain lit up. Okay. It was someone I knew, but I, I don't know who. They were wearing, like, some boots. That probably isn't specific, because everyone here wears boots. It's a fucking campsite. But they were working with someone who was powerful. And they were like, you know, abandon all hope. She's much more powerful than you. Don't go looking into the missing people. And I'm like, okay, we're still gonna, right? Yeah. Like, Nova's missing. Oh, for sure. Of course. We shouldn't go alone anywhere anymore. I think. Agreed. If that happened to you. Second, third. I get a third that. And I'm already seconded. I think I think for the first time since um coming to camp, Winter like almost like a rusty robot tries to like initiate a hug with Silas. And it's like, do you want like like that's really scary. Do you want like a uh, do you want like a hu- uh, hug? 
Um, yeah, sure, I'd like that. Just yeah. don't squeeze me too hard. My back really hurts. No, I, I won't, I won't. And it's just like, I'm really sorry. That sounds yeah. really scary. This has never happened for as long as I worked here, and I don't know why this has to happen this year. Well, presumably it's the blood moon, is why. Sorry, yeah. you, you probably didn't want to. Like... No, yeah. <laughs> oh, sorry. Speaking of blood moons, I also have news. I did more I did more research on the computer and just have some articles to go over and I'll let you know if anything interesting pops up. And I was also in Gladys's office and uh there was some moss. Some moss that had a pretty a deep enough root that I went to rip it off and then a la my skin the wood came off with it. Um, so I kind of laid it back down so that maybe it looks like it just fell off on its own. But if if any if Gladys asks, I was with you guys. Oh yeah, for sure. For sure. Rodney comes back with the ice pack and like puts a hand on your shoulder and is like, okay, where where where's the bruise? Um Maple Maple points. doesn't let Silas talk. You can see the footprint on the on on their jacket it's right in the middle like near the small part all right dude so the way that ice works best when you have a bruise or an injury is it has to go directly on the skin it helps with the swelling it doesn't it's not as effective if it's uh, through your jacket so i'm just i'm gonna take your jacket off i'm gonna put it at the base of your shirt is that okay yeah that's that's great awkward thumbs up Okay. Um, and he takes your jacket off and he puts the ice pack like on where um, Maple showed him on your back. He does not lift your shirt up because um, he doesn't want it to be like super cold, but he leaves it there and he just sort of like stands next to you holding the ice pack to your back and it's like dude, it's kind of fucked that you got jumped. Yeah. Like you'd think like a kid's summer camp wouldn't be the unsafest place to be in the Pacific Northwest, but well, crazy things are happening. Did you at least like get did did you swing back at all? Like, I guess I like swung enough. Um, it was it was pretty sick, you know. Mime's little like movement, but like flinches because his back really hurts. All right, so it's like, all right Superman, <laughs> calm down. Don't hurt yourself. You're magic, not indestructible. I think we've probably left them alone. <laughs> yeah, after Maple <laughs> made sure that they were touching, Maple just sort of locks elbows with both Winter and Anwin and like scoots back a couple of feet. I think like Silas wordlessly awkwardly like when he knows he can like hold the ice pack on, like kind of like touches fingers a bit, like I think I think I got it from, from here. Alright, dude. Take it over. You know, I'm still you were worried about me, but it seems like you're the one that's in trouble more often than I am. Yeah, well, I'm glad you're back. I'm not happy with you. That's okay. But I'm also not going to let you be injured or whatever. Plus, you don't, you don't have you don't have the you don't have the key for the freezer, anyways. So I can't yeah. get the ice. So well, um down to wait until you're a bit happier with me however long it takes yeah it's fine yeah 
Have you noticed everyone else has taken several steps back <laughs> away from us? Do we have the fucking plague or what? Whatever. Okay, we're, Dude, we're we gonna might go have the fucking plague. Back. You don't no. have the plague, Maple Calls. We're just very invested in you guys getting along with each other. It's like they're introducing a pair of cats. Dude, and we're the original cats. We're the original bonded right. pair. Literally, do not separate. I know, but you guys got into a fight. And so sometimes when cats get into a fight, it takes them a little while to warm back up to each other. Okay, enough cat talk. Let's go back to the magic fucking ritual. Yeah. Right. Um, punches Rodney in the shoulder lightly, like old times. Oh, well, the ritual I'm okay with waiting for to settle the whole there are people missing at camp situation. Vernal needs time to accumulate supplies needed to for said ritual anyway so we're not I, we might be in a little bit of a rush just as in before the ritual that's happening now happens but the, I, the missing humans I believe should take precedent yeah should we tell anyone about this or do we think someone's like working with folks that well, are behind this Rodney did you notice that Nova was missing at all today? Um, I mean, Nova is not someone we see every day, so I, I don't really... And do we think... Well, Donnie got fired. Yeah, Donnie got fired. Is Do, do we think that has anything to do with this? Well, okay. So, we found the notebook that talked about needing blood and now two people have gone missing. Because Donnie didn't even take some of his stuff, right? Some of his stuff is still in the in the cabin. Yeah. Interesting. I know we've joked about it lightly before, but I really think that I really think that Imogen is maybe a vampire, you guys. And, um, Perhaps she's being blackmailed by, like, whoever turned her into a vampire to do all this. That's my hunch. Because she seems like she's having kind of a crazy internal conflict and is kind of in her own head about, like, no one else will get it. Like, that's kind of the vibe I'm getting from her. Wow. You're a deep thinker, Winter. Damn. It's like she doesn't have, like, her own vampire coven. Thanks. Yeah. Is, is that what they're called? Covens? I don't know. Crews? Depends on the lore. Nah. But, so I'm, cause like, if the siren was brought here and the chupacabras were just hungry, and now it just seems like whatever this is, is making people do things against their will. And, and I don't want to be like a crazy conspiracy theorist again, but like, you know what else is always making people do things against their will? Bethany? The voice. I, oh. I tap on my head. <laughs> The voice in Silas and I's head. I think that might have... That might be the guy that wants so we, to get out. So we think that the voice is a vampire leader? No. No, sorry. I, I think I got two unrelated things. I think the voice is maybe like the, the like demon that's always trying to get out and escape the camp. Maybe. Sorry. There's a demon that's always trying to get... And uh, okay, yeah, I yeah, don't know. Uh, 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, sure. I don't know it's a demon, but like, there's a thing. Also, it, to be clear, it isn't specifically in camp. It's just in the woods. Camp yeah. It just also happens to be in the woods. Sick. Cool. It's like yeah. how a piece of moldy bread like starts affecting everything else, you know? Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Yeah, mm-hmm. especially if you build like a campground on the moldy piece of bread. <laughs> mm. And then you invite children there. Mm hmm. Oh, Laura, didn't, wasn't sacred ground. Sorry, Mabel wouldn't know this. <laughs> Desecrated sites, if that just reminded me of that. Was yeah. it camp Bill on something shitty? <laughs> I, was, I, can, I was planning on using another computer session and maybe look that up, or maybe we could talk to Vernal, too. Yeah, um, who would know? I, I, I definitely... So, I hey, Rodney, explain. how much do you know about the camp's history? Um, Someone could ask Chip, too. I- no, Chip won't know anything. Yeah, no, that's that's not going to get you valuable information. Um, actually, uh, Nurse Phoenix has been here since it opened. You could probably ah ask her. Me and Nurse Phoenix know each other very well now. Yeah, she might be a good resource for camp history. Okay, thank you. I'll look into that. Mm-hmm. I had those are those are two different thoughts is that I think that the voice in says and I said is whatever's trying is whatever's like orchestrating a lot of it maybe that's my hunch and mm-hmm. I think Imogen's vampire like for realsies two different thoughts okay yeah yeah the only thing that I'm worried about is that the the thing that tries to escape needs like a host or like that's why someone goes missing and if it is the voice then my moss is kind of like an open wound right now maple maple pokes your shoulder how does the moss react to maple touching like, she doesn't sort of touch the wound or anything, or, like, where the moss is growing, but, like, just sort of pokes around it. Like, when you're trying to catch, like, a bug, like, the way that you have to move your hands really quick, like, I think that's how Maple is, like, just sort of poking around the moss to see if it still reacts super quickly and, like, repels itself. Yeah, the moss does react to your touch and sort of shift away from wherever you are touching. And when Vernal tried to tried to like try to get in contact with it it was really painful um so all i'm saying is that like if i start acting out of character you know if you guys have to do like take me out if you have to take me out you know what i mean you know what i'm saying nope not happening nope i don't know what you're saying unfortunately like like if the if the if the voice needs a body and if the body is the moss body and it used to be silas it was silas but then i but then but then my moss is is getting crazy i'm just saying if something needs to be done something needs to be done yes and whatever needs to be done will not involve seeing you on a pike yeah the only thing we're doing when it comes to taking you out is taking you out to cheesecake factory after all of this is done this summer fair i was just i just wanted to throw it out there i don't know if you recall but 
You're not allowed to die. Not while I'm here. Well, fair. Well, true. Uh, I guess I wasn't thinking, but I just wanted to throw that out there that because that's been kind of uh, not like it's kind of been like haunting my every waking moment for the last like day or so. Probably that idea. Listen, I'm the only person here who's died, so I have seniority in this specific scenario. No one here is allowed to die. You know what? Fair enough. I'm glad that's settled. Well, like if, if I have to be a little no, injured, that's no, okay. No, you can punch wait, wait, wait. me. If I'm Maple, gonna cause the end of the puts, world, Maple you can puts her punch finger me. over Winter's lip to like shush her. Nope. No. Mm-mm. I was just saying that you nope. can punch me if you have to. Yeah, okay, and then Maple like <laughs> decks your arm. Stop being stupid. Would I what would I know about I should. I feel like I should know stuff about vampires. Just vague, basic things. Yeah, is there Oops. any fun vampire lore that's, like, different from other vampire lore? Um, roll me just a sharp roll to see how much okay. um, Anwen has retained. I don't from... think I can do roll 20. I think that's yeah, going to kill my fine. computer again. So I will roll... I don't remember my sharp. Do you want me to roll for you? That would be awesome. Yeah. You probably have like a two. A one or a two. Yeah, it is a two. Yeah. I know your stats. <laughs> oh, that's a fail. Oop. Slay. So I don't I don't know anything about vampires. You remember I will say on a sharp, you're like trying to go back to what you remember. You know that your mom has long-standing beef with one of the main vampires of New York City. Um, and that she keeps like garlic essential oil in her bag at all times. I don't vibe with vampires. That and when she says, I don't know, I don't vibe with them. Do you vibe with Imogen? Hmm? Do you vibe with Imogen? Do you get like? Oh yeah, just you know, generally the um, the organized groups of vampires and my community are not you know they're not vibing this makes me sound like vampires are the mafia <laughs> I, are they not they're are they i just was also, are they italian? <laughs> vampires are italian american they're the guys who live on staten island <laughs> yeah <laughs> sorry they usually stay there because they can't cross running water or whatever Oh my god. <laughs> yeah, your mom actually has long standing beef with the vampire coven on Staten Island. Um real, so do I then. Yeah. Anyone who's got beef with my mom has beef with me. Yeah. And anyone who has beef with your mom has beef with me now too. Because you're my friend. Sorry. That's really nice. No, that was really that's really that's really cool. I appreciate it. No problem. But I don't know anything about vampires other than that I don't, I don't fuck with them. Sorry, I don't vibe with them. We can, can curse on Warding Fun. Curse yeah. on War- <laughs> curse on Mike. I, think I don't one fuck of with the them. first words Winter ever said was "fuck" in her life or on the podcast. <laughs> on the podcast. the podcast. Oh no, no. I think also in her life. I think Winter will probably um, now that we've like talked about Imogen for a bit, probably be like, "Do you think we sh- Do you think one of us should like try?" We've always tried. We've tried reaching out to her before, but like, maybe in person is a little too direct. Should I? I so I I had an idea. 
and one of you us. You want to start writing her letters? Well, I was gonna say we could like put a note like under her pillow or something. It's just like you might not think we can help, but we can't. Is that crazy? That sounds a little ominous. Yeah. If she's killing people, I feel like that might be the best she can get from me at the moment. I also just like, I don't know. Maybe we could like show her that we can provide her with like the support that maybe she's like missing out on supernaturally. Like maybe she just like needs a community. Or blood. Or both. And or blood. Should we sit with her and Bethany at breakfast tomorrow? Well, I don't really think that that would be um, a subtle move. That's true. I mean, do you want to sit with Bethany? Winter? No. Maybe Rodney's listening parties. Or we can, like, invite her someplace with, like, a note and, like, it's up to her to come over to that place if she wants to. Yeah. Maybe, like, uh, we can offer you support. We are here to help. You might think you're alone, but you're not. Or, but you don't have to be. Yeah, that that, that um, sounds less yeah, frightening. Yeah, us at, I don't know, someplace. Better than we can and help then, you. And then maybe, like, meet by the lake. We by know the lake s- at night or something. <laughs> like, come at dawn. Yeah, come like, at meet us at the docks. <laughs> I think that maybe I don't know how to write a note that isn't ominous or threatening. Yeah, for sure. Did you spend a lot of time writing fake ransom notes oh, yeah. as a child? Just seems like something you would have done. You know how some kids pretended to like or like like ran away for just a bit. I'd do that, but I would leave a yeah. ransom note. Yeah. <laughs> the first time my parents freaked out, but then they stopped freaking out. And yeah, the second, they second? Out. that's actually the cause of your parents' divorce. I heard. It, well, I was about to say it. It it was pretty irreparable. It was pretty irreparable. It's okay. I mean, I used to help Rodney, like, draft his letters to Cynthia, so, like, maybe I could work something out. Yeah, he's really good at that. Yeah, no, yeah, they, they were good, good letters. Right? We're engaged now, dude. Yeah. Yeah. So, clearly, it worked. It worked really well. Rodney, like, daps you up. It's like... <laughs> daps him back. Rodney does. Yeah. I... Winter absolutely has no idea what to even say to that, so I completely pivot, and I'm like, okay, then, so do you want to write the note, or is that the game plan? You write the note? We slip it under, we slip it in the bed? Uh, guys, I'm gonna be real. I don't think that's gonna work. Yeah, I, I, considering we've run into Imogen, or I guess, as, not necessarily as a group, but we've had a couple run-ins with Imogen by herself or with Bethany, and either way was not the most receptive to our company. You, we can still write the note, but I don't think... I think we have to sort of keep our expectations low. Dudes, I'm gonna be really honest. I think we should nix the note. I, I don't think it's gonna work the way that you want it to. I think there's a really high probability yeah, of it backfiring. We're basically reaching out to somebody in an abusive relationship with an anonymous person. And it can be very difficult to effectively help someone in this way. And you have to be really, really careful. Because also, we don't want that mysterious person to retaliate. That's true. Yeah, we don't want to put her in more hot water. I guess we could, like, focus our efforts in, like, looking for Nova and, like, seeing where we can go from there together 
Yeah, I'm supposed to have a session with her in a t couple of days. I'm not fixed yet. We have to find her. <laughs> mm, that's... Well, that's... We should find her like because she you... is... She yeah, is a human talk being. About. Oh, yeah. Who? No, of course. I just, I just meant like... Mm -hmm. Like TikTok. You know, like I've got a session in a couple days. So, do you guys like? Do you want to just like go back to the office, look for clues that might be? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, I tried looking for clues, but actually Gladys wasn't there, so this is a great time. That was a that was a, an interesting thing too, is that Gladys, I radioed Gladys and asked to come by, and she, you know, she. She keeps the admin cabin on kind of a lock and key. But when I got there, there was no one there. She just left me a note and uh, parental control the computer to turn off after 15 minutes. And I, I kind of snooped around her office a touch, but I didn't find too much other than the moss that I told you about. And the filing cabinet seemed a little sus. Should we investigate Nova's? Office? Yeah, that's what mm. I was talking about. But we could break into the oh. filing cabinet. Easy. No, as Win as Winter said, that that one's a little that one's under a little more surveillance than I think. The yeah, I'm sorry, you guys. I think I'm honestly a little thrown off because because of the no idea got got next. I'm I'm feeling a little I'm feeling a little forlorn about it. If I'm gonna be honest, Rodney so sorry, like you? claps you on the back and like, grabs your shoulder and it's like. Listen, Winter. There are going to be ideas that you give out that are not going to be great. I know. And that's okay. It doesn't make the things that come out of your mouth any less valuable. I'm like, dude. It's like, think about it. Like, okay, hold on. Lock in with me for a second. And you see he yeah. like, two fingers, like looks at you points at your eyes to his eyes so it's like lock in with me for a moment right so like, i'm locked i'm locked not every idea is gonna be a good idea but we have to get the bad ideas out to get to the good ones that's true i think so perhaps oh okay we are like try I, i'm really like trying to match his energy here so i think like um maybe bro that perhaps I'm reacting less to the idea of my and perhaps I worded this wrong my guy um perhaps I'm uh reacting negatively less to the idea less to the note idea not working and more to just the fact that I really do think that Imogen is a good person and I want to do everything we can to uh give her support and help and I feel at a loss for how to do that and that's not anyone's fault but it is making me it, it is shifting my energy in a way that p other people might find palpable, bro. I like that you were able to communicate that with me without getting upset. That was, these are huge leaps and bounds for you, Winter. I really, you know. That one session really did something for me. I love it. You should keep it up, dude. I, hey, I'd love to if we find her. <laughs> oh, shit. Yeah, we better make sure she's in debt so we can keep you in therapy. <laughs> it was like it was like the doors could always open but the lock was so rusted and she just like put some rusties on that like from cars the movie uh -huh. we get to the to yeah the we uh-huh it is getting dark so yeah for sure we should go uh-huh 
Um, so you guys all head toward back towards the cabin. Um, when you get to the old chapel, um, you see that the window has been shattered. Um, you see that the door is open. Uh, you see, Silas, you see some of those drag marks from earlier, and it's dark inside of the chapel. Maple, like, takes off her necklace and, like, uses that as a flashlight. Are you transforming it to the honey wand version or to just the necklace? Maple looks at Silas, who still has, like, a footprint on his back, and then and then does the mm-hmm. wand. And I'm going to partial shift so I can see and also so that my claws and teeth are mm-hmm. out in case. Rodney uh, reaches into his backpack that he has been wearing this whole time that I just didn't mention because it didn't seem relevant, but he does reach into his backpack and pull out a metal bat that he just, for some fucking reason, has. <gasps> so, Silas, not Silas, Rodney the mundane. Uh, <laughs> hell yeah. Maple looks visibly delighted when Rodney pulls out a bat from his backpack. Let's do it. She's like, <gasps> Amazing. I really didn't think my GM NPC would be Rodney. It's so <laughs> fucking upsetting. Keegan has me out here playing a man. <laughs> right? You could be it Sally could right be now. Sally right now. Your... Sally could have a bat and a dog as an accomplice. But no, the greasy white chef won. He has a bat and he says dog. <laughs> He doesn't have one. He just says it. Um, <laughs> should we snoop? We love him dearly. So what are you doing? You going in? You splitting up? How are you investigating? Mm-mm. We are not Mm-mm. splitting up. Keep it together. No splitting. I mean, I guess, can we investigate the drag marks? Yeah. Because um, like, as a person who who usually has long nails, at least, humans don't tend to leave super noticeable drag marks in my experience so no like shoe drag marks <laughs> i guess like they're I want like to... sh- from shoe someone being pulled okay. it's like their shoes can i just quickly see if i can smell or hear anything off you know what i'm saying just investigate yeah. just just to see if i can like roll if, if anything's off that would yeah, indicate roll, something. read a bad situation you know what i'm saying um yes. would you mind rolling Sorry, so quick. Just thought of an alternate universe where every time Anwen used um, sent to investigate a mystery, we edited in like that meme, like dog sniffing sound that the- people use in YouTube videos. Something move on. I just wanted to throw out that alternate universe. Um, <laughs> Too bad we already established Anwen's um, Foley noise as yeah. Youch. <laughs> Yeah, but the alternate universe that Laura posited is the one where we have um, a billion listeners. Mm-hmm. You win some, you lose some. Yeah. I think Yauch is going to take off in a big way. I do too. <laughs> Me as well. Okay. Ani, are you able to mark yes, the experience for you? Oh, uh, you got a 10. So on a three. 10, you can oh, ask yeah. three, you have three holds, so you can ask three questions. What's my best way in? What's my best way out? Are there any dangers we haven't noticed? What's the biggest threat? What's most vulnerable to me? What's the best way to protect the victims? Is there a danger that mm-hmm. we haven't noticed? And what's the best way to protect the victims? And what's the biggest threat? Okay. 
These are all very immediate ones. So I think just from your immediate sort of sniffing, looking around, keeping an eye out, um, Anwen, I think she knows that someone's watching you from the tree line. And because you have superior hearing, you can also hear that there's like just the ever so, it's like a soft sort of like, not growl, but something close coming from the tree line. And whenever your teammates, your troop get closer, whether that's a step, whether that's a foot, the growling gets a little bit louder. Are we going into the cathedral or toward the forest? You're going into the chapel, yeah. But this is coming... F- oh, sorry. I'm... My apologies. It's not That's a cathedral. not a cathedral. It's okay. <laughs> no, yeah, it made me laugh. Can you imagine if Camry had like a huge, huge ass <laughs> church in the middle of this campground? Um, <laughs> and they used it as a counselor's okay. office. Do I get the sense that it, it can, can hear, hear us? You. And I think so. To answer your other questions, so that's the danger that other people haven't noticed. What's um, oh, okay? This is definitely also the biggest threat in the room, and I think you sort of instinctually get the feeling that the best way to protect your friends is to get them inside they are not indestructible in the same way you're indestructible okay so the chapel Mm -hmm. will be closest so i just do i get the sense that it would be useful or not useful for that creature to know that i notice it does that make sense? I know it's not mm-hmm. an actual question question, but I think it's part of like what is the best way to protect the victims? I think like should I tell them why I'm ushering them inside? Not to metagame too I much. I think it makes it. more you've dealt with predators before. And I think mm-hmm. you know that the easiest way most times to outsmart a predator is to make them think that you are unaware of them watching you okay yeah and i have lots of good experience with not making eye, con- eye contact with people because and when mm-hmm. rides a subway all the time <clears throat> so does not make eye contact with the threat in there and is just going to i think gently and when's at the back and when's always at the back so we'll just kind of gently start ushering forward a little more toward the chapel just kind of let's get going all right sounds good y'all head inside and the way that the chapel is sort of set up is like um it has like one large room which has sort of just become like a place where nova does like tries different types of therapies with people whether that's like doing finger painting or like um you know having people like smash things like it seems like this open area which was probably um where the congregation sat has just become like sort of like a a work room uh in which nova does therapy and then in the back room winter you know that there's outside of this larger room there's three rooms in the back one that leads to the basement it's like a room and then in the back of the room there's a set of stairs that go to the basement 
you don't know what's in that room you just know that it goes to the basement because there's like a sign that says stairs you know the room directly through this large area into the back is her office and then you know the room to the right is like a separate meeting room where she does like therapy and as you guys are sort of coming in you see that that front window is smashed you see that there's like glass on the floor um you see that a bunch of the art supplies have been knocked over the tables and chairs are kind of a screw it seems like this was not a clean smash and grab if that makes sense like it's it seems like nova maybe put more of a fight than whatever the monster was expecting and some things got messed up in the process and you also see on the window there is a little bit of dried blood on the edge of the like broken glass um can silas use um the site to sort of like look around and see if there's like any magic residue that either he recognizes as being from the voice or like something else entirely um technically in like the source book it says like you can like ask spirits and see and like ask them what they've seen but i think like maybe to flavor this it's like silas is sort of looking and seeing if like the forest can like say anything or like something related to it just getting a vibe check yeah give me a use magic roll um technically it's yeah but i'm gonna say do because do you oh yeah because technically i'm using weird anyway well i guess the other question here to ask is like do you want to ask the investigate a mystery questions is that why you're doing this or is this just to sort of see what sort of sites and thing like spirits sites magic residual things that you can find in the space i think i like the second one better yeah so give me a use magic roll nine big success um i think you guys see silas's eyes glow a little bit in this dark um chapel and mabel's nostrils flare silas you get a brief vision and you're sort of looking over this place and you don't see magic it doesn't look like there was magic here and it's definitely not your magic or the moss magic but it definitely looks like something supernatural happened here it's just not magic am i able to pick up like an energy signature in any way like is this like a big hulking thing a small um dexterous thing like what's the I think at. you're sort of you're looking around and like you see your vision has sort of like kind of clouded a little bit like your eyes have glazed over and turned this different color and then um, if someone were to be looking at Silas like I think the camera would like rotate and give like a close-up on your face and like your eyes have been completely whited out and replaced with this color of what color is Silas's magic purple yeah so like com- have become like this sort of complete purpley like glowing purple color and then the camera shows that like the sides of your eyes are starting to get like cloudy with like black sort of like smoke and when you're looking at this you don't see magic well you don't see magic being used you do catch 
residual magic here and it is definitely the sort of magic that feels cold and lifeless silas relays that to the group um and hopefully manages to blink himself back to normal you just see maple looking at you with her arms crossed what did you see i wanted to get a vibe check see what energy i could see um, a lot of cold and lifeless energy it didn't really feel like my magic or the moss's magic so i i don't know it feels like something we haven't really encountered before mm. your arms are still crossed yes you said that whoever i was or could have been is gone but I'm not gonna let this thing control me. I'm I'm done letting myself be a tool. I'm going to actually do something with this for however long I have it. I'm I'm don't think I'm trying to be my old self sacrificial self. I don't I guess for the first time I don't want to have anything bad happen to me. So just trust me, okay? Okay. And when you approach the door to peek out and see what's happening and you feel something, someone grab you by the front of your shirt and pulls you out of the cabin. What are you doing? I don't make any noise. Okay. They quickly and quietly drag you towards the tree line you was you can very quickly figure out this is whatever was hunting you before you're moving at a supernatural speed am i able to shift um give me so anwin's curse is about being alone and not having allies so if you'd like to shift i need you to give me an act under pressure roll would you be able to do the roll for me i can't do roll 20 right now yes thank you so much Okay, that is a failure. I rolled a two and a three. So that's a five minus one is a four. So um, you go to shift and you find yourself in this moment afraid. There's been very few times in your life where you've been truly by yourself. Growing up, you and Aaron were a pair. You never went anywhere without the other. And the few times you weren't with Erin, your mom made sure that she was with you or sent another family member with you. And as you're sort of truly letting in the feeling, the weight of that emptiness, you find yourself unable to shift. You are dragged out into the tree line and it is just you alone and you are tossed onto the ground. Uh, can I look at my attacker? Mm -hmm. You turn is. around and you see it's Imogen. Her skin is a s unnaturally pale. Her eyes are bloodshot and there's black veins extending from under her eyes. She's got deep bags and she looks sickly. I, I tried to warn you guys. I tried to tell Silas to stop looking into this. You guys are in so over your heads and you don't even know it. I'm sorry that we couldn't help you. 
and I'm sorry to my to my teammates if if I went for nothing. You guys are sticking your nose where it shouldn't belong. And now I'm the one that has to send the message. She doesn't look like she is experiencing any sort of joy about this. I think Anwin's crying. Like, quietly. Imogen doesn't. When she, she, she notices your tears and you see she looks away. Anwin wipes says, them away as fast as they come. She says, I would tell you to run but I don't think it would make a difference. And you see she sort of kicks at the ground a little bit and she says, you know, maybe disappear into the forest for a few days. I'll tell, I'll tell her you're gone. And when runs as fast as she can go. You start running, the blood pumping in your ears. And there's a moment where you think you're safe. And then you hear yelling it sounds like screams of pain and then shortly afterwards you hear footsteps running after you in this moment you still find yourself unable to shift it feels that all of your supernatural abilities have left you and you're running at normal speed for the first time in your life i don't think anwin sees these as her abilities i think anwin sees these as who she is this is, it's, it's very unsettling. She's a different person right now. And I think as you're running, you hear all the times your mom told you as a kid, you know, you have to stay with the pack. We do better in numbers. You're just a young pup. There's only so much you can do by yourself. And those words sort of ring heavy in your head. And you hear Aaron teasing you as kids being like Anwen if you don't give me back my toy right now I'm gonna leave you alone I'm gonna disappear and you're gonna have to go all by yourself to the store Anwen must have thrown a tantrum and you remember your mom sitting you both down and having a very serious conversation about how the two of you are two halves of one whole and that you should always be together. And if you're not together, you need to find someone to act in their stead. Give me, roll, read a bad situation. Can I just do it with physical dice? Yes, so that would be five plus three plus two, 10, I think. Yeah, eight plus two. You get three questions. What's your best way in? What's your best way out? Are there any dangers you haven't noticed? What's the biggest threat? What's most vulnerable to me? What's the best way to protect the victims? Well, I'd like to know what's my best way out. Um, are there any dangers I haven't noticed? What's most vulnerable to me? You are running and you don't notice it at first, but you remember that your mother has always told you to be aware of your surroundings when you're alone. And you notice that there is a small ditch in front of you and you're able to jump over it in time. You do not trip. You think your best way in or out in this situation is to hide and be as quiet as possible. Is there any way of making it to the the little cabin 
or am I lost? You guys are deep in the forest okay. in a different area than usual. Yeah. This isn't normally where you would see the cabin. So in front of you, there's a, there's trees. There's um, a sort of like a hollowed out log that you could try hiding in. Um, you could try looking for a cave or a den, something to hide in and lay low. You know that you have to be quiet. She can hear you. She's got supernatural hearing like you did. Hmm. Do the trees look climbable? The trees look climbable. Do you want to climb a tree? Yeah, I might as well. So it would also help me if I had to jump down onto her or something, you know. <laughs> you climb the tree, you get up as high as possible, and you're sitting up there and you see after a while you hear her footsteps come towards where the tree is and you hear her going Anwen come out from wherever you're hiding Anwen has a lot of practice not coming out and she will stay hidden um and you see when Imogen passes under the tree beneath you her eyes look glazed over there's sort of a faint red outline around her body and her voice sounds a little bit different it doesn't have that sort of nonchalant quality to it it sounds more serious than you've ever heard her and after a moment you hear the footsteps recede, and you're in the trees. Cool, I'm gonna stay there for as long as possible. Okay. You're sitting in the trees. Some time passes. It starts to get dark. And just when you think you're safe, you hear a voice behind you. You don't think I couldn't hear your heartbeat, right? I knew you could hear my heartbeat. I thought you might be able to find it within you to let me go. There's a moment of pause where you think maybe that worked. And then everything goes black. Guys, it's kind of Yuri. <laughs> Anyone I else getting of, gay vibes? I'm kind of, I feel like I'm participating in some Yuri right now. That's because you are, I think. To the dear listeners, obviously you don't have access to our chat, but in spirit, I was spamming pride flag emojis for at least half of that sequence. So real. This has been another episode of Yuri Bond, and we'll catch you next week. Follow us on Twitter at Warden That's Bond. crazy to Follow say, us. because the Sodney interaction was also this episode. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're right. Follow us at uh, LGBTQ plus IA bond on two voice could be yuri you're right two voice could be yuri two boys can it's be about yuri. the themes and motifs that's i what have yuri so is. much learning to do exactly <laughs> <laughs> laura you have to learn about yuri of absence <laughs> we'll have to that's what we'll we're about to experience right now without anwin okay real <laughs> anyways We'll see you guys next week. Hope you enjoyed. Don't forget to rate us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, 
tweet at us. You can tweet me at Blossoming Grove if you have a problem with the fact that I've just kidnapped Anwen. But you're not allowed to be mean to me. If you're going to be mean to me, you have to at Laura on Twitter. Um, I don't remember if the poll we said would also be at the end. So in case it's going to be different now, vote on your phones. Is Sadni Yuri or Yowie? Real. That is what It's so Yowie. That's true. Are they two blokes that do fuck all or do they have themes and motifs? I feel like definitionally they are two blokes who do fuck all, but they could become people with motifs. Mm. But they are forcibly keeping themselves away from thematic significance. But in a way, is that not a Yuri <laughs> of right, absence? All right, all right. Save it for the friendly fire. <laughs> is that not a Yuri of absence? Save it for the friendly fire. We'll talk about this later. We'll see you guys next time. Bye. 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 Adios.